City, in association with Epoxy Shower Repairs. If you have a leaking shower, then give the team at Epoxy Shower Repairs a call and they will certainly help you out. Find them on Facebook or give them a call on 0421 659 528. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of the Pod of Mandra City, bringing you the news and views from the club, featuring players, coaches, volunteers and supporters. So if you're in the Masters or Mini Roos, State League or Sunday Leagues, we will have you covered. I think it's fitting for our first podcast that we actually uh, talk to the man who's uh, in charge of the club, uh, you know, responsible for the club now, uh, Gary Byrne, our I'm going to call you a new club president because you've only been in the role for six weeks, Gary. So, first of all, thanks for joining uh, us on the podcast. Uh, you're welcome, Jim. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here, uh, and it's a pleasure to do the first uh, podcast. Um, and yeah, I look forward to it. Good. So, See what you've got for me? Yep. So oh, I've got plenty for you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first thing that we're going to ask all our guests that we come on is to just talk about. Who are you? Because just in case people are not aware, and the most important question, of course, is Gary, which football team do you support? Okay, well, let's start with the uh, uh, the football team. I'm a Nottingham Forest supporter. Been a Nottingham Forest supporter all my life, so just over 50 years. Uh, man and boy, some say. Season ticket holder. Uh, both my uh, lads are Forest fans. My dad was a Forest fan. Big Forest fans in the family. Obviously, came from Nottingham. So, uh, and. You may or may not know, but obviously two years ago we uh, we got promoted uh, back into the Premiership for the first time in 23 years. Uh, and Zach, Sam, and I we all flew back for a long weekend to take in that uh, that magical that, moment. That magical <laughs> moment. And I can tell you, of all the games I've been and I've been to Wembley, the old Wembley, uh, four or five times to watch yeah. Forest, and uh, that one capped all of yeah. those moments. I think. I mean, previously it was the League Cup and stuff like that, but to do that, to share it with the boys, was yeah, it was pretty magical yeah, and special. Uh, something that yeah will be hard to um, you know replace, I suppose, or, or do again. So, unfortunately, we stayed up last yeah, season. Yeah, it's, it's not, not something so sure you want to do again. No, do that's it? right. No, <laughs> ideally not, because it cost me a fortune as well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but, yes. having flown back myself for playoff finals, oh, I thought that's right. I know yeah, exactly. You, you would know. Jim. I exactly yeah. know how you're yeah. coming from. So, yeah. so how long have you been part of the club? Then? So uh, I've been part of the club for eight years, uh, which is eight years includes all the time that um, we've been in Australia. Mm -hmm. So the family and I emigrated, as I say, eight years ago. Um, uh, it was interesting. We've got some friends here from the UK at the moment. And um, I was just telling one of the lads a story because I popped down to Stuart's to give him his 50th uh, okay, yeah. birthday present. And while we're down there, the, you've got the... Um, What's this uh, five saving club down there? Um, Port Bouvard, is it? Uh, yeah, it's um, I can't remember. It's um, begins with P, but I always forget the name. But <laughs> anyway, the first week we were here, we were stopping down there, and, and uh, the lads were. Um, we went to the beach because we we're only two minutes away from the beach. Alison was working, so I took the boys to the beach because obviously they were eight years younger at that time and just doing a bit of messing about in the ocean. And uh, we left to come to here. For the first time because we've been told that there was a summer's competition on yeah. and that was the best place to start to come and you know get involved in the football so we left anyway the beach and came here to do the to to see what was happening and um 
that was the night that uh, the, uh, a young lad, I don't recall his name, but unfortunately got bit by a shark. <laughs> so it was the first week we were here and yeah, we left the beach and then about 15 minutes later, because they gave the time out, this, this pure, yeah, poor yeah. lad had been, I mean, fortunately it wasn't fatal, he, you know, but he, he, he was seriously yeah. injured, but not fatal. He's so got a nice wound. He's got toe. a nice wound <laughs> on his toe, yeah. So uh, yeah, so we came down to the club and the, the competition was, was happening and uh, uh, yeah, we just sort of got involved from there, and, and the whole family's really been involved since then. Because Zach and yeah. Zach and Sam obviously have been players, so Zach certainly still is a player here, isn't he? So uh, yeah, they, they they both started here. As, well, Zach's been a player at Mandurah. He hasn't played anywhere else yeah. since he he's been here, and he's he's gone through the ranks of junior football. I think he was uh, under 15s or something like that when he started, and uh, yeah, he's gone through. Through, through the ranks of juniors and through the MPL juniors and then, um, you know, uh, un under 18s and reses and then, yeah, he was given an opportunity in the first team a few years ago and he's managed to keep himself in that squad. Um, yep, yeah, he doesn't get probably as much game time as he would like, but we'll leave that one for, uh, you know, that's up to, that's Zach's choice and the coach's choice, so, but... Uh, and just to let everyone know, Zach will be part of this podcast as the year goes on, because uh, I've bribed it. I mean, I've told him that that's what he's going to do, so... Um, yeah, well, he talks better than me, He so, does, talk, uh, yeah, he's a good yeah, talker, yeah, Zach. You won't so, struggle with that. And, so. Sa yeah, Sam the same. Uh, and then Sam uh, obviously got, um, had, had an opportunity with Perth Glory a couple of years ago, which he took. Um, the club um, that Mandurah made an approach for him not last year the year before and he I think the, the romance and the opportunity to play first team football etc etc gave um, he decided to come and give that a go and he came back and yeah um, last season didn't work out for Mandurah or for Sam but uh, um, he's he's actually left the club now he's gone back to Perth Glory yeah. so well, good luck um, to him he went through the trial process there and, and he's been selected to be part of their first team there so he's uh, yeah he's going to give that another bash so, you know it's with a with a uh, heavy heart <laughs> that we lose him as a player um but yeah best of luck to him and that's his decision and his choice and what you know as a club we we wish him all the best so let's fast forward eight years and the recent agm that the club had and uh, nigel the previous president said you know what, I think it's time for someone else and uh, I'm going to step aside. And you being vice president last year, um, it was a, a natural progression to become president or, you know, was it a, oh, I'm hoping someone else puts their hand up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I sort of had a feeling that nobody else would, <laughs> yeah. Tim. Uh, I, it's an interesting one. Uh, if I'm completely transparent and visible, which is the way I like to manage and the way I like to approach things, uh, I wouldn't suggest that it was a vocation of mine. Uh, however, obviously, um, I, I did take the opportunity to take on the vice presidency role last year. Um, wasn't really sure of Nigel's plans, but we all knew that having Nigel been in the role for six years and been through some turbulent times, you know, mm. from what I know and my time here turning the club around and, you know, having, having quite a bit of success with that. So, um, it was sort of on the cards that Nigel would probably choose to, you know, step away uh, at the end of, of last season. Um, we probably thought he might step away before that, but, but obviously I think his commitment to the club um, made him sort of stay on in that yeah, commitment. Yeah. So, so yeah, fast forward to today and uh, yeah, I'm, look, I'm, uh, I'm absolutely delighted to take on the role. Uh, I'm very honoured and very proud to take on the role. Um, 
Manda has been a part of my family's life since we've been here. We've been fully invested in the club since we've been here. Uh, and now to, to step into the presidency role and, and have that opportunity to continue building what's already been built and hopefully, you know, enhance that and, and improve that and, and make that make us even stronger as a club uh, is, a, you know, it's a, it's a firm commitment of mine and, and um, desire to, to do that. I'm not sure if you read my notes because my next question was, what are your hopes and ambitions for, for the 2024 season, really? So. Uh, well, I probably just answered that <laughs> yeah. in the other question. But hopes for the 2024 season. Um, for We just want to, as I say, continue building. We've had a really successful two years on the pitch, the last two years with John as a coach. Um, the, unfortunately, last year we just, just missed out, um, which was a shame with the, you know, the change of format with mm. the... Uh, you know, with the um, playoff, system. playoff system, yeah. Because um, obviously previous to that, we, we'd won everything leading up to yeah. that, that that was available to win in the state league. So, um, so yeah, to miss out on that was disappointing. So, we look, we brushed ourselves down. We, we've got, um, we've lost some players um, for different reasons and different circumstances. So, we're, we're looking to rebuild um, some, you know, to recover the players that we've lost, which I think probably was needed anyway to freshen things up. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of a change at the, from a coaching point of view as well. So, again, <coughs> excuse me, the goal is still the same. You know, ideally, we, we would like to get ourselves in, a, in an opportunity to gain promotion to uh, the MPL. Uh, however, uh, as we all know, you know, to, to do that, you have to have a sustainable mm -hmm. model. Uh, and that's what we've been working on behind the scenes since the ATM um, and we're not there yet uh, and maybe it was a blessing in disguise you know not actually achieving our goal last year because we may be better prepared uh, going into this season um, to, to achieve that goal and if we do win that you know if we do have that success then to you know to to maintain it and, sus yeah. and, and sustain it, but with sustainability, sorry. So. And you talk about growing the club as well, looking at the Sundays and the juniors. Community club is massive. You, you, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the idea is to become a community club again and yeah. football for everyone and watching the juniors out there and gr increasing the junior numbers of players, especially with the World Cup we've just had in Australia. Um, the numbers I know have, have, the number of inquiries have increased massively and it's really getting those juniors in and part be part of the club as soon as soon as possible and making them feel welcome 100 percent, jim um I, I you know you asked me the question about our vision that was initially just the the, the semi-professional side of things but as you know the semi-professional is only one aspect of our club uh i've been involved in the masters and last year as you know i coached the ams and even put the boots on on the odd occasion <laughs> so the the community aspect of the club is yeah. massive to us uh uh, and that will only uh, our dedication and commitment in that area <clears throat> will only help us build our infrastructure uh, it will create opportunities with uh, businesses and strategies local businesses in Mandara uh, and help us strategize the club moving forward um, so yeah um, look community engagement engagement is is the heart of our vision um, and we hope to continue organizing events and fundraise fundraisers that will uh, bring us you know bring the community together uh, 
So uh, we hope to continue to develop coaches um, because if we can develop coaches um, from the mini roos upwards through the juniors, then that helps create a better environment for players um, and a better environment for players helps them develop both technically and um, um, technically and potentially potential be better, yeah, just, better, just, just, just better people yeah, yeah that's right yeah so um so that's um you know we we, we want to be uh inclusive and uh diversity as some of the core values that we're looking at um we aim to create an environment where everyone feels welcome and represented so and uh, competitive success is, is our goal Throughout every section of uh, of our um, of our club, yeah. uh, and that's you know juniors, ladies, um, girls, social teams, and and the semi sort of professional team. So, so anyone anyone listening to this who's new to the club or you know he's thinking, oh, should I come back to the club because I've been away? Have you got a message to them to say, you know, come back? We 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 we're we're here for you. Yeah, um, definitely, Jim. I think um, <clears throat> I think that's been observed by a number of people during this summer fives and sevens competition that we have, and the efforts that the the members and the well, the, 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 the subcommittee, the committee members, the members and the volunteers of uh, really you know the commercial aspect. You go into there now and. You know, you see a merchandise shop, yeah, you know, yeah, and it looks shop. amazing. Yeah. Uh, it really looks amazing. And that's just, that just demonstrates a little bit about how hard we're working behind the scenes to ensure that the club is, is all inclusive and a club that everybody wants to, to support and be involved with. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know whether you're talking players or, or, or members or spectators yeah, or anybody board, across anyone, the board. Anyone you know, that's, um, that may have visited once or twice in the past, that, you know, let, let's you know, welcome them in. You know, you're not obviously going to offer them a free drink for every new person that turns up, but, uh, you know, the idea is for a club to make people welcome again and enjoy the, enjoy the match day or the hospitality that the club can provide. Yes, 100%, Jim. And if we can get, the, get those people back in, you know, um, together we can make you know, make the club a success, and that's yeah. that's what it's all about. We can make the club a success, and we can grow it together. Uh, and you, you need you need unity to do that. Yeah. Um, and as I say before, I've mentioned the word a couple of times, inclusiveness is also to do that. Um, I'm incredibly excited about the journey ahead, and I'm so grateful for the um, the other committee members uh, and the subcommittee members and and other volunteers that have already started. The process, mm-hmm. um, and I invite all of the members and the wider, you know, ex-members, new members, and the wider community to, to come and join us on our journey and and, and help shape Mandurah City into a, a successful, vibrant, um, community-driven uh, place to be or club to be. Excellent. So, if you've got anything else to to add to any of that, or have you pretty much said all what you need to say? I think I've pretty much said all I'd like yep. to say, Jim. Again, I would like to um, enforce my um, gratefulness and, and thankfulness to 
those committee members that mm -hmm. have, have been on board since, as I say, since the AGM, uh, the dedication, uh, the commitment and the time that they've already afforded the club is, is absolutely amazing. I mean, there's a couple of people um, that have probably made this a full-time job mm. since the AGM and clearly, um, you know, that's not what it's meant to be. You know, it's a volunteer role with no pay. So, but I can't, I, I just, I can't thank the people, including yourself, Jim. Um, you know, you, you've come, you know, you, you've rejoined us and in, in, in your role. And I, I just, I'm, I'm astonished and amazed by the amount of dedication and commitment that that group of people are, are affording this club. Uh, and I suppose if there's one thing I'd like to reiterate, and that's my thanks to, to those people, because they're special people and, and clubs like this can't, can't move forward and achieve the goals we want to achieve without those sort of people. Well, Gary, not only are you club president, but you're actually playing in the Summer Sevens in about <laughs> oh, half an hour's time. I so I think you need to start warming up for that. Well, I might just go and get a beer first, Jim. Yeah, beer, beer, beer and a sausage sizzle, and then you'll be fully, yeah, up, I'll fully, be fully at it. Fully yeah. at it, you know. Uh, so, you might uh, find me in the sticks. Uh, so everyone, I'm sure, will wish you all the best of luck with what's going on. And thanks for joining us on this podcast. And uh, we'll, no doubt we'll be speaking to you again soon. I'm sure. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate Cheers, it. Guys. All right. Thanks, take care, mate. This podcast is brought to you in association with Epoxy Shower Repairs. If you have a leaking shower, then please call the team at Epoxy Shower Repairs on 0421 659 528 or email them at epoxyshowerrepairs at gmail.com and they will certainly help you out. Epoxy Shower Repairs, fixing leaking showers without removing the tiles. Joining me now is Stuart Drummond. Stuart is uh, the club's new commercial manager. Uh, Stuart, thanks for joining the podcast. And then, how are you? Hi, Jim. Very well. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm good, thank you. Good, thank you. I was just, we were just saying, um, had a um, had a game of golf today, so that was. Uh, I'm, I'm probably aching a little bit and probably wishing that I hadn't played, but yeah, you know, still better than a bad day at work. So, well, were, you, were you playing with your new Mandra City merchandise? Not yet, no. And then oh, you're you're as a professional because uh, <laughs> I've got I've got Stuart on the um, on the podcast this week because uh, Stuart's new to the committee and um, as a commercial manager, and I thought it'd be good for everyone out there to hear what's going on at the club and what changes there are compared to previous years and and what opportunities there are. For, for you guys out there to, to help out the club. Um, so, first of all, Stuart, a little bit about yourself. Um, what, what, you know, what brings you to Mandra City? Um, you know, quick 10-second biography of yourself. Yeah, um, I emigrated to Australia, Mandra, last June. So, I've been here 17 months. Um, and uh, first house, I've just moved house a few weeks ago, but first one was in Hallstead, quite close to the club. So, um I'm a big football fan and just started going down there. Funny enough, I actually, first person I saw here, I went for a pint in the pen and bumped into James Paler, who I've known since he was about seven years old, and I, I know his dad really well. Okay. So he told me he was playing for the club, so that's how I started coming down to watch. And, and I suppose, uh, and the one question that uh, is going to be a tradition to these podcasts is, uh, who's your team? Who do you support? <laughs> Hartlepool United. Hartlepool United. Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. probably the only Hartlepool United supporter I know at the club, but I may be wrong. 
Well, uh, there's probably only two of us in the whole world, <laughs> Jeff Stelling. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Stelling, the other one. Yeah, he's a bit more famous than you as well, isn't he? So, uh... Well, I don't know, like, I don't know. <laughs> well, he's not been on our podcast yet, but there's plenty of time. So, um, so Stuart, so commercial manager. So what sort of thing does that entail uh, going forward uh, into the future for the club? Yeah, well, it's a new position uh, this year for the club and for the committee. So my role really is to look, I guess, maximising opportunities to bring in new revenue, sponsorship, um, events that generate income, really just to try and uh, bolster and boost the finances for the club in, in different ways. So always looking for new sponsors, looking for uh, looking to build partnerships with local businesses. Um, you know, rather than just going to people cap in hand asking for money, we're looking really to build a, a relationship and, and trying to get, uh, I guess, sponsors more involved with the club and us to give something a bit back through uh, better advertising, uh, better promotion, and, and try and get some of our club members uh, to use some of these sponsors' businesses as well. And, and so the, 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 the first thing we, we announced as a club was last week with the, uh, the sponsorship deal with Cafe Coast down in Dawesville there. Yeah, delighted with that. Um, really glad to have them on board. Uh, Peter already plays for the club, for the amateurs, and he's, he's been keen to get involved uh, for a while now with the club. Um, and they very kindly agreed to be the main kit sponsors for the club for the next two years. Not only that, um, they're also going to take over the match day catering on Saturdays. And if anyone's been to Cafe Course, you'll know their food is excellent. Um, but also, as and when we have events uh, throughout the season, hopefully they'll be the caterers too if they don't have too much on with uh, with their main business. So hopefully we're going to see a, um, a real rise in the standard of, of food on a match day and otherwise next season. And with that, we'll bring some opportunities for some really good food-based events as well. Excellent, excellent. So, yeah, so just to confirm that Cafe Coast are going to have their name or their logo across the front of every shirt at the club from Masters, Mini Roos and the State League teams. Yeah, yeah, all teams. I think uh, we're up to about 36 teams for next season at the moment, so they'll be displayed across the shirt for, for all of those for the next two years. And so, uh, so if you're out there, if you don't mind, just pop on down to Cafe Coast and, and just uh, give them a little bit of support back and uh, mention that Mentioned you got sent from Manchester City, and I'm sure they'll appreciate the fact that you know the, their sponsorship's already coming to, uh, you know, it's kind of been noticed out there as well. So, uh, Stuart, so what else is what else have you got planned for the for the upcoming year? And yeah, also, yeah, or even even um, even like now, what 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 can people do to help now? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, there's lots of things in the pipeline uh, that we're planning at the moment. We. We've certainly got some more sponsors on board so far and they'll be announced uh, over the coming weeks. Um, what we want to do is try and maximise exposure for all of the sponsors. So we don't want to do everybody all at the same time. Um, so they'll be sort of drip-fed over the coming weeks. Um, speaking to a number of other companies as well, we're, we're trying to get as many sponsors on board as, as possible. And there's different sponsorship opportunities um, for, for companies out there as well. They can look at having names on somewhere on the strip they can look at pitch side banners we, we can also do advertising packages on our website social media things like that or, or this podcast indeed um and we, we've got a few other 
I guess plans in the pipeline probably for a bit further down the line that we'll announce around uh, how we can build better partnerships with some of these businesses as well. Um, going back going back to Cafe Coast, Jim, I think one of the things we're going to try next season as well is some corporate hospitality and and try and sort of sell out the boardroom as a, uh, I guess, a, a restaurant on match days, maybe get 12 or 14 people in there, give them a three-course meal um, and, and hopefully build some corporate sponsorship that way as well. Yeah, so that'd be good. yeah, that'd be good. So if even if you know, and that doesn't have to be companies. If someone wants to celebrate a birthday while the game's on, or something like that, or an anniversary, then it's a perfect opportunity to to come and watch the games in in a little bit more style, I suppose. And uh, and, and yeah, definitely, we'll, we'll try and make it special, and um, sort of prices for that will be released sort of closer to the season. Yeah, and and, and just going back to the exposure that, that the club's planning to give uh, new or existing or previous sponsors. Um, we, we, we've updated our website and Facebook and all the social media channels. And as you said, we've got this podcast that's just going to be launched. And we're hoping for a uh, like a, maybe even a YouTube channel to come out. And, and you know, these are, these are uh, different forms of media that have the potential of hundreds of thousands on YouTube, millions of people to look at. As well as, don't forget, on a Saturday, the games do get streamed on uh, online, so people anywhere in the world can see these games. So the, the exposure is out there for for everyone, and um, as you say, you know, with the clubs more than happy to help and assist and work with with these new new uh, with these new and current sponsors that we've had. So yeah, absolutely. And, and if there are people listening who are interested, um, either contact us through the website or even direct through my email address, which is commercial manager at mandracityfc.com.au yep excellent so, so let's go back to what you said at the very start about the shops so uh, people may may not be aware but we the club has just developed a shop now where we've got some uh, merchandise which uh, you are certainly you know the big part of that so you want to tell everyone out there what's currently available in the shop and when they can buy the merchandise especially as christmas is just around the corner yeah absolutely i think it, it's important to point out first of all that um what we're going to be trying over the course of the next 12 months a lot of it is trial and error to see what works and what doesn't um there's lots of really good ideas with the new committee so one of them was to introduce uh, some merchandise and a, and a club shop um and we're, we're starting off small you know, and and if that takes off, we can we can get a lot more lines of, of merchandise in at the moment. So, um, first of all, we've got some polo shirts, really good quality, black or white embroidered. Um, they're I think they're forty dollars each, and uh, we've got a range of sizes. I've just put an order in for some more today, actually, because they've, they've gone really, really well. I'm pleased with those. I've noticed, I've um, noticed a lot of people wearing those over the last couple of weeks. Which is yeah, good. indeed, which is really encouraging. And then we've got more stuff coming in every day. I've, I've picked up some today. So you mentioned you're a big golf fan. I believe there are a lot of golf players um, within the club. We've got golf umbrellas at the moment available, black and white ones with, with the club logo on there. I've just got in today. Uh, I'm going to call it a golf mate. It is a tea holder, tees and golf markers with uh, the Mandra City logo on. And very soon we're going to have Mandra City branded golf balls available as well. Um, 
What else we got? We've got bucket hats, white bucket hats. We have just got in some pens today. We've got stubby holders. Uh, we've got some drawstring bags just come in. And we've, we've, we've found some old club ties as well, which we're <laughs> going to try and sell off. Water bottles. Uh, yeah, so we've got we've got quite a healthy range. And hopefully just in, uh, by next week, I'm going to have some of the uh, club mascot little teddies in a Mandra City shirt yeah. available right for Christmas if, if you are interested in getting your kids one so a uh, bit of a mix now at the minute on a Wednesday night during the summer fives and sevens uh, we've got the club shop operating um, right next to the registration desk and the the, the merchandise has been grown there every week and, and anyone who's seen it I think they'll be pleasantly surprised tomorrow because we've got some quite professional display cases as well uh, Rene has done excellent in finding those um, but then hopefully by the end of this week or very soon indeed we'll be able to move our club shop online as well so people will be able to go on it through the website and order the merchandise that way yeah. um, and just to sort of point out We've, we've been really well supported from Fully Promoted, which is a, um, a Mandra-based company who, who've been doing all this merchandise for us, been really helpful. And, uh, you know, we've, we've struck up a really good partnership with them and, and every penny goes back into the club. It's really good. That's good. So for people that are, that are listening, we you know, we are on uh, the, the website, au and... Any posting that's been made on the uh, website automatically gets linked to our Facebook, our Instagram, and our, well, I'm still going to be old school and call it Twitter, but our X channel as well, as it's, as it's now called. And, um, and and I've seen and actually purchased myself some of the, some of the goods. I've got my, my polo shirt and my bucket hat. Did we mention bucket hats? Yeah, um, we've got the bucket hats bucket there. Hats. Um, bucket hat, ideal for the summer and... Looking forward to taking that to uh, when I go and watch the cricket later on in the summer as well. So, perfect. Should be good there. So, uh, yeah. So, lots of lots of range, lots of everything. Ideal stocking fillers for Christmas just around the corner. So, you know, kids who've got dads into their golf or mums that are into their golf. You know, you've you've got something there that's that's available. We've got something for everyone at a cost that's that's competitive compared to to what the shops are as well. And remember all the all the you know, any money we make goes back straight into the club as well, which is which is what we're after. So we try and keep you know fees and things that like that down over the next few years. That's the plan, I guess. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and as I say, we, it is a trial this season, and if it goes well, we'll we'll bring more and more ranges in. Um, you know, we can look at leisure wear, we can look at anything that, that people want, really. So um, you know, if people do support it, then there'll be much more available. Cool. So, so Stuart, just again, just give us the uh, the email address where people can contact you on. So, uh, if they are listening, yeah, it's commercial manager, all one word, at mandracityfc.com.au. And on the website as well, uh, uh, mandracityfc.com.au. There's also a section there with committee, and and you'll see a link to uh, Stuart's email address on there as well, and a picture of him. And, and his biography of his Hartlepool supporting days. So, uh, you know, if you do see him, don't, you know, don't feel sorry for him. He's a good bloke and uh, he's doing some fine work for the club. So, Stuart, thanks for joining us on this first ever episode. It's uh, history making, I suppose. And um, 
long, and hopefully this is one of one of many over the course of the next twelve months that we'll be doing. So again, thanks for uh, thanks for your, the hard work that you've done so far. Keep keep up the good work, and we'll see you around the club some point soon.